Good evening, this is Mary Billings with KSOM and KS95 News. The CAM Facilities Committee scheduled two more meetings later this month and another in March. The school board discussed the facilities process Monday night. Superintendent Paul Kranz says the committee recently toured the Griswold School facility, which went from three to one facility. Meanwhile, the committee scheduled two more meetings. On February 21st, the committee will tour Anita's current high school facility. Kron says on March 6th, the committee will focus on the financial costs of the project to go from the current two buildings down to one. And then I think on March 6th, we're going to go over some financial information, uh, projections of the district, and then also uh, financial impact, tax impact on uh, general obligation bonds uh, and different ways to fund a a facility project. Kron says the decision will be based on the following factors. The one thing is, is this good for kids? Will this make sense, what we're proposing, and uh, is it something that is sustainable and people can get behind? So as they work through those questions, uh, we'll see how things go, but that process continues, and uh, we appreciate everybody's time uh, that has committed to outside meetings of of their normal day uh, because we know it is a commitment and appreciate their input as we move forward uh, as they will try to make a recommendation to the board. The district has gone from three buildings to two, and the final decision will be whether or not to go to one facility for all grades. The Guthrie County Board of Supervisors this morning approved a letter of support for a Grow Green County grant for the Raccoon River Valley Trail. Guthrie County Conservation Director Brad Halterman said he is applying for this grant in conjunction with Green County Conservation for the rehabilitation project of the Raccoon River Valley Trail. The project runs from Yale to stretch all the way up into Greene County to Winkleman Switch. It's all the trails the same age and same construction and, and uh, in the same condition right now. Um, that's also the project that we applied for Federal Rep Trails grant, uh, which we uh, which we didn't uh, receive any monies from there. We also applied for TAP grant funding uh, for that for that project, and I believe we will find out um, results from that uh, in June. Supervisor Maggie Armstrong said she appreciates the collaborative effort. It makes sense that you would go with Green County to try to get something like this done when we're on the border anyway. I think it sets us up in the future for some really good projects. Um, not only within our own county, but looking at partners across county lines. Halterman said the project is around $5.6 million. The Montgomery County Board of Supervisors today approved renaming the 250th Street Bridge and the landing. Ken Ocean of the Coburg Historical Society, appearing at the supervisors' meeting, requested renaming bridge McGreer's-Hawkins Park Bridge. Ocean grew up about two miles from the bridge. He said the McGreer family was another two miles from his homestead. The McGreers, after the Civil War, moved into Montgomery County and started farming. The second generation, uh, three boys, Bud McGreer being the leader of the group, started the uh, Colbert Elevator, the Colbert Stockyards, the Colbert Seed Corn Company, and we can go on and on about his contributions. Somewhere, these three brothers thought, you know, we need a little fun. So they started an amusement park on the edge of their farm. Ocean said the McGreers named their amusement park Hawkins Park after the family living there before the McGreers, known as the Hawkins Bridge. 
Ocean said the amusement park was the first in southwest Iowa. He said the Red Oak Express reported 5,000 people attending the opening day fair. The supervisors also approved naming the boat landing after Roger Carlson, who allowed the county to put the landing next to the bridge. It will now be called Carlson Landing. The proposal making it easier for teachers to carry firearms on school grounds is moving in the Iowa House. The more guns that are coming into the equation, the more volatility and the more risk there is of somebody getting hurt. And it impacts the learning environment by making us feel like we're living in a war zone and not at school. That's Hannah Hayes, a senior at Roosevelt High School, talking to state lawmakers. Spirit Lake Community School District Superintendent Dave Smith says, When people say it's not going to happen to us, it just happened right here in Iowa. And it's going to happen again. And we're asking you to do everything you can to help us get the insurance that we need, put the safety measures in place that we need to make this happen. Teachers would need to complete several live scenarios, firearm safety, and emergency medical and communication trainings to carry in schools. Cass Health and its affiliate organizations have released their scholarship applications for the upcoming school year. Cass Health offers a $500 scholarship to a Southwest Iowa student who is enrolled or accepted into a nursing program. Cass Health offers a $500 scholarship to a Southwest Iowa student pursuing a degree in a health-related career. Cass Health Auxiliary provides $1,000 scholarships for students pursuing a health-related career. And Cass Health Foundation offers $5,000 scholarships to a graduate from a Cass County High School with a goal of becoming a health care provider subject to licensure requirements in the state of Iowa, including testing to obtain certification and requires continuing education to maintain that licensure. The deadlines for all of these are March 29th. Applications are available on casshealth.org scholarships and can be turned in to human resources. The Atlantic Public Library plans to begin the Upstairs Interior Updates project on Monday, March 4th. The library will be open with limited or no access to the upstairs for the duration of the project. The public is encouraged to check out more items than normal by March 2nd. The library will be installing flooring and painting throughout the upstairs and stairwells of the library. It will be an opportunity to bring the more modern look achieved in the 2020 renovation of the downstairs to the rest of the building. Library staff should be able to access upstairs shelves on most days, but the public will not be allowed upstairs until it is safe to do so. Library cardholders may continue to request items from the Adult Services Collection through the online catalog or by contacting the library by phone, email, or text. It may take longer than normal to prepare the holds for pickup. This project is being funded by private gifts, donations, and grants. More news online at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Andy Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News.